Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con. I am Ryan. To my left is Brad. To my right is James. To my farther right is Shauna. And we saw Elysium today. Yeah, we did. Are we going to get our ticket to Elysium? Stay tuned for the review at the end of the show. If you're wondering how the real nerds operate every week, we go see a new movie. This week it was Elysium. We talk about movies we've been watching, a comic book, movie news, box office numbers, whatever tickles our fancy. For James, it might be um, some guy is recognizing us outside of a movie theater. And, that was pretty cool. And he gets all excited like a little ghoul. I did. I had to wait till they walked back in the theater. And then I was like, holy shit, we ran into people who know us in the real world. That was cool. That's we not exactly how it went down. Yeah, okay, there was a lot of jumping and giggling and like waving of hands. We definitely know it's not girls that gets James excited. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do. Um, Maybe I'm, should... I'm, I'm a fucking idiot, though, because your little joke about, like, are we going to get tickets to Elysium? I was like, we already got tickets. We went and saw the movie. We already bought tickets to the... Oh, See, now I get it. That's why I'm more clever than you. Yeah. Anyways, if you're wondering, yes. like, man... My earbuds I got with my iPod suck donkey dick. They do. There's a great way to get better earbuds. Log on to tweakedaudio.com, type in real nerds and the coupon 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 code and you will get a third off your whole order. One word, R E uh, R E E L N E R D S. Real nerds. They actually just made those Apple uh, earbuds worse. Like my dad got a pair of them mm-hmm. and now they're like they're shaped funny and they go in your they go like in at your ear, even though they're not in your earbuds. Why does why weird. does Apple hate people? I don't know. I don't know. They're I really love I love my watching. iPhone and my iPod, but their earbuds yeah. are horrible. I, I, I think they're just like, well, they're going to get new ones anyway, so why spend money yeah. making yeah. good ones? Yeah. yeah, I wonder why they even put them in there anymore. Does anybody real still have them? Does anybody keep yeah. them? Just because some people like just they still use the default ones. They just don't. You know, I think there. my dad still does actually. Like, yeah. How am I supposed to use this if I don't? I got to buy them separate. This is stupid. Well, because older people are like, none of this sounds as good as vinyl anyway, so who gives a shit? So they don't, I don't know, maybe they just don't look for quality in their earbuds, like the ones you'll get from Tweaked Audio. So while you guys are off dicking around during the week, I I did work for Real Nerds Podcast. Um, I got two new things I got going on, guys. Two new things. Uh, The first one is Johnny Toes. Is that right? You told me, what, what what is it? No, you got it right. I'm just like, you're accusing us of dicking around and you're just screwing that guy's name up. So. <laughs> I, said, I said Johnny Toes. Drug War opens at the Sea Film Center in Denver, August 18th. Guess what, Real Nerds listeners? I have a special surprise for you. Be the first person to mention Johnny Toes' uh, uh, Drug War on Twitter, and you will have two free tickets to the premiere in Denver. So you got to leave your name, though. You have to mention on Twitter. it on Twitter to us. Not to just, us. Just yeah. don't mention it. We won't find yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so mention it to us. Tell me that you want to see it August 18th, and you will have two tickets to see it free from the studio that is releasing the movie. That's awesome. And if you want to know what I thought about Drug War, stay tuned for what we've been watching, because I have watched it. Suspense. Dun, 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 dun. And also, huh? I can just put that effect in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Are you going to put it in? If you want me to. Yeah, I, I thought you didn't want more work this week. <laughs> You're right. That was good enough. Moving on. Thank you. Uh, also, Way to half-ass it. local celebrity and friend of the podcast, Jonathan Tierston. We met him at Mile High Horror. He's an awesome guy. He is awesome. Guess what? He'll be at Alamo Draft House August 21st at 7 o'clock showing his first movie, Sleepaway Camp, which is a infamous 80s slasher movie. I hope he does something shirtless. He probably will. Yeah. Did you remember when we saw him at Starfest and he ripped off his shirt and he was playing his guitar so hard he was bleeding? Yeah. It was dude, hardcore. Dude, he's awesome. And I remember when he just smeared the blood across his face. Oh, yes. so cool. 
He didn't do that part. And there's my wife. Hi, wife. Um, so yeah, he will be there in attendance, so you can ask him questions like we asked him. And if you're wondering, like, uh, he does celebrity fluff pieces. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he will tell you if he does not like you. Like, uh, he, you know, like what? he told to, us. He told us. You no, can listen to the interview with Jonathan Tiersten on Real Interview. So make sure you check it out. August twenty first. I'll be there. Seven sure. p.m. Denver Alamo Draft House, which is technically in Littleton, but it's Alamo Draft House slash Denver online. Buy tickets online. Good times. See? Legitimate stuff, guys. Real <laughs> legitimate people. Celebrities. What was the other thing? I did. I said two. Yeah. Oh, that was the two things. Yeah. Way to count, Brad. That's, I'm, I'm sorry, because I, I was more concerned about my thing, but Ryan's probably oh. not going to talk about it. No, I was going to. He, what, he's horrible at segues. You did a thing? He shouldn't even be allowed I'm to. I'm horrible at segues because I have one job to do, which is pay attention to this, and then I got another thing to do is like, try and listen to the show and add commentary to it. Yeah, I know. Oh, and so is, is the one thing you did pay attention to that? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyways, I was going to say, <laughs> hey, guys, how was your week? Brad, did you do anything fun this weekend? Why, Ryan, I did do something fun this weekend. How did and you jerking know? off in a corner doesn't count. Oh, well, <laughs> you guys sound then. like you're trying to sell like paper towels on the TV. Hey, do you want to see a, a movie that was put together in 48 hours? Then come to the Oriental Theater, where our very own Nimbus Visions, Brad Haig, wrote, directed, and produced a movie with a bunch of other fuckers. Oh, is my that God, saying? that's amazing. <laughs> is that your Sam Worthington impression? <laughs> I don't know. Is that? <laughs> yeah, was, did my accent keep on changing? Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah you okay. were slowly falling into an Australian accent. That's definitely accent. my Sam Worthington <laughs> uh, Anyways, Brad, for legit reasons, you every year you participate in the 40-hour film festival. Yep. And this year, you produced a movie called Thunderbolt. That's right. We made a movie called Thunderbolt. And uh, It's about the character Thunderbolt, mm -hmm. and his uncle Vir uh, Virgil Gerbens gets kidnapped by the Yakuza because he stole a designer drug called Storm from them. So he has to go bring the Storm back to the Yakuza. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> see? See what He's I did there? Yeah. Um, yeah, and... <laughs> It's awesome. I was on set. It looks fucking fantastic. It does. does. It? Uh, yeah. You know, watching... There's a teaser trailer on realnerdspodcast.com. You should really check out... Uh, Brad, you're going for a grindhouse. A little grindhouse. Phil. More, more 70s, drive. 80s. You know. Yeah. Yeah, close to drive. Like, it's got that synth soundtrack. Um, all, the, all the 80s like fonts and shit. 80s fonts. And so is this 80s. a serious movie, Brad? <laughs> you know, um, I think you just have to watch the trailer and then go see for yourself. Uh, because, you know, I, I want to know if it's misleading, like last year's entry, Don't Be a Pussy, which... Um, I feel like the element of surprise is uh, missing from many Hollywood movies, so I try mm -hmm. to inject that into my Okay, own. he's he's a J.J. Abrams <laughs> of the Denver film scene. <laughs> um, so you brought together a lot of our friends, Adam Smith, we've known since high school. Right. He's like my De Niro. He is. He's, <laughs> he's in a lot of your stuff. And did you have him in mind when you're writing the part for Thunderbolt, or did you just... Uh, when we were writing the part for Thunderbolt, we had three people in mind, and then we all kind of just decided that he should do it. Very cool. Um, there were the the act the lead actress we had, Jane Kelly. She was uh, a possibility because we wanted to. Um, usually, it seems like a lot of films I see, if there's a girl on set as an actress, they write roles that are romantic roles, and I try to do things atypical. So we were like, Good well, man. we should make her an action chick. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why like she Sydney was, Bristow. Yeah, so like that's why she was up for the. I don't get that joke. 
It's an alias. Oh joke. yeah, you should watch I, Alias. I it's, it's really alias, good. But ah, because you said you like to write them as romantic leads, and you said I it's atypical, yeah. and then I said atypical. like Sydney Bristow. Yeah, I know she's from Alias. Yeah, and she's not a romantic. <laughs> yeah, you should lead. watch that show. Anyways, uh, we'll I'm just being a dick. Um, see, I can interview him like a dick because I know him. <laughs> I would never do that to him. Yeah, thanks for making my movie look like a joke. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound like a joke. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, the other guy, Tavita uh, Tata, he. Um, he was like another option, but. Um, yeah. And I do have to say, Brad, you know, you put a red band trailer up online teaser, and I don't know what's red band about it. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in it. Because <laughs> uh, there's stuff in the movie that's red band, so I just, you know, didn't want people to be surprised. Like, oh, well, I came to the Oriental to watch it, and it's. I thought it was going to be family friendly, but no, it's, it's not. <laughs> Is anything ever at the 40 Hour Film Festival family friendly? <laughs> That uh, maybe that one last year where it's that girl who's doing yoga for seven minutes. Yeah, there's like. Uh, yeah, what was that? Some, Never mind. sometimes people do home movies as their forty-hour film festival. It's weird, but um, yeah, I always try to you know push the envelope. You do last year a stop motion, and uh, did you add the effects to make it like poppy and grainy and stuff? Oh, that uh, for the teaser, that's just Vimeo. That's a Vimeo filter, but mm-hmm. uh, so the one you'll watch at the theater is going to be clean. It's yeah. not going to be grindhousey like that um i mean the aesthetic inside the movie still is pretty close but i think when it goes online i'll throw a poppy filter on it because you can't actually now that it's in there the can you can't do, do anything to it no i can do stuff to it but uh, not not for sunday not for sunday. not for the release yeah. sunday yeah and what, what, what you'll see sunday is exactly how we finished it yeah sunday finished night. it turned it in and james awesome. you're in it uh maybe you'll have to you'll have maybe. to go see Dude, you're you're in the credits in the actually, trailer. Hold on, yeah. no, I know. I'm in the block. It was really dark. You may not actually see me at all. I might be in the trailer. Is it like Brad in the Boy Who Stares? <laughs> yeah, my back's to the. I camera. saw your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. No, James's face is sort of in it. You can kind of recognize yeah. him. I worked really hard on my costume, and then I stood in the dark, and no one saw me. Nice. We're trying your costume. I told you to wear a dress shirt and slacks, <laughs> <laughs> and it had to be ironed. I, I think the most complicated thing was he—I told him not to wear his glasses. Yeah, <laughs> so he'd look a little different. Well, I hey, I had already decided that. Yeah. that was, I, yeah. Where can people see this film, Brad? Uh, this Sunday. Well, if this episode goes up before then, this Sunday <laughs> at the Oriental Theater, 5 p.m. Screen Block C. Um, and if this episode isn't up that early, then you can watch it online. <laughs> and we'll we'll tweet. I'll tweet it out a couple more times yeah, we'll so pu- people we'll can post on realnerdspodcast dot com. It'll mm-hmm. be on nebusurgeons dot com. It'll be on um, vimeo dot com. So very cool. But yeah, it was a lot of work, and it was a it was a fun time. And and is this your best one you've made? I think it is. How come all fucking filmmakers say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I, I I've seen little bits of it, and then I didn't want to look because it was so good that I was like, I I want to wait till it's done. Yeah, we, it did look cool. We've done Tutorial Dynasty, but that was like me afterwards, me twi- like fiddling with it, and then Cronception ha- has always had kind of bad audio, which makes it tough to uh, watch. And then Don't Be a Pussy is just kind of silly. Uh, this one's pretty close to feature film. Plus, you have like better cameras and stuff and just, equipment. Just because I, I really want to toot our own horn, would you say that you know, doing as much filming as you've done recently, that that really got you ready for something like this? I believe you know, it did. Working on Real Nerds Pod Show projects, trying example. to crank out a, uh, an episode of a web series once per month. Yes, I, I believe it got me in the. What's our most popular video on Real Nerds <laughs> Podcast? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I think uh, they're still calculating. Oh, those. okay, yeah. okay cool. Hmm. But in all seriousness, uh, do you think it's a movie you could make into a feature? Actually, uh, everyone, this is how good it is. Everyone on set. Whoa, whoa, Brad! You got it. something on your shoulder, buddy. Let me just brush that off. 
He's a, wait, let me, let me tell you how good this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Mr. Spielberg, won't you? No, anyway. So the lim- time limit for a 40-hour film is seven minutes. And like we went in saying, like let's write a four-page script so it's five minutes because that's the minimum, and we don't want to bore the audience. Like A lot of the seven-minute films are boring. Uh, so we shot everything, and it turned out to be like, close to eight minutes Ooh. with the edit of exactly the script. We took a bunch of stuff out, so it's back down to seven minutes. Um, but... Every time we watch it, we're just like, I wish there was more of this. Oh. So, and then we, other people are talking about, like, it should be a web series. And I think, I don't know if I could sustain a web series with it, but I think we should definitely do a feature film. Very cool. The only problem, the real hang up is Adam, because now that he's the lead and he's hard to schedule. So, recast it. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we we were, we, we do, we, we do want to include, we had some ideas. Uh, he should have a sidekick named light ning and he's asian <laughs> and that's uh, racist we, we wanted to get our friend from work um chad in um he's gay and we want to make him the gay club oh, no. owner named snowflake <laughs> um so we're trying to so if you like thunderbolt uh enough there may be if there's enough of a response we may take it further that's you like awesome. how i threw down the gauntlet to adam there like recast it, maybe it'll make him. Yeah, look. I, I gotta always, do it you, now. You could always take his face it's off. Not an, of his it's face not an issue of interest; it's an issue of he works two jobs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I'm 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 throwing down the gauntlet to make him do it. You're instigating him. I'm instigating him, poking him, prodding. pumping him, prodding yeah. him. Yeah, that's what executive dickheads do. <laughs> <laughs> or executive ass clowns. <laughs> or ass clowns. We gotta think of a new one for. But, thank uh, you for interviewing me for. Yeah, buddy. The show. Yeah. No. Good job. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm sure everyone tuning in is like, I want to hear about the Hollywood movies, and then they have to listen to my indie film. Well, maybe they'll like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be so self-deprecating. Maybe this will catapult you to a Hollywood movie. Yeah, and you'll be hopefully. like, oh, I remember when my good buddy Ryan on Real Nerds Podcast interviewed me, and I'm too good for that show now. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm busy I'm... directing Bruce Willis in Expendables 4. Guys, I can't finish the pod <laughs> show series. I got too many big budget things to work on. <laughs> but no, this is, this is definitely awesome. There's uh, humor. There's amazing action it'll blow you away um and just kind of like a good story so solid story that very cool awesome. so all done in 48 hours all done from 7 30 p.m friday night to 7 30 p.m sunday night right down to the minute i know oh, yeah. i remember you were freaking out about it rendering in enough time oh my god it was was it like we got done two hours early it was the export that took another two hours oh, and it was the most nerve-wracking thing because it failed once <gasps> yeah so but you got it Yep, we got it. And I'm I'm predicting a win. Even last year's winners, they got theirs done at 7:29. Oh, so I'm I'm predicting a win for no one's immune visions. to. Yeah, I it might happen. I think we have a good chance because you know even watching the trailer, it looks way more unique than anything I saw last year there. Yeah, so. yeah, it's something special. I, I agree. Uh, is there gun play in it? No, that's the other thing. Yes, good man. So our genre is crime gangster, and obviously a lot yeah. of people probably go straight to guns, and we <laughs> did not do that. Very cool. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Because you can end any scene with gunfire. Yeah. I mean, dude, does he shoot lightning bolts Best. out of his hands? That'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but he does have a special effect. So Very Ooh. cool. Yeah. Stay tuned this Sunday at the Oriental Theater or online after this comes up too late. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Right on, Brad. Good job. Thunderbolt, August 11th, Oriental Theater. Buy your tickets online. Support local filmmakers. Right, guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, where did you come from? Shauna's still here. Hey, Shauna, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I didn't know you were in the room. <laughs> um, 
We don't have any fan mail because nobody likes us this week. James, how's your new job going? It's going great. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I get to go into work at the same time every day and then come home. And then I get weekends off. How many guys have you fluffed so dope. far? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. That's your new job, right? What? No. Oh, I'm misinformed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, why'd you lie to me? Well, <laughs> it seems so easy. Uh, no, it's been really cool. Very I'm good. Liking it. Yeah. Also, it kind of means like when we were at the Alamo tonight and they were having all those ads for like, hey, we're doing this cool stuff. Um, I have a normal job like normal people now, which means I can actually think about going to those things and be like, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday night. I'm going to go see whatever snake Puskin or you know which is cool sleepaway camp with jonathan tierston sleepaway camp with jonathan tierston there you go yeah right august 21st yeah i'm excited i I, i've never seen it and like uh i like like... surprise endings with dicks in them oh yeah that's right we spoiled the movie for you when we were doing the interview yeah now you spoiled it for everybody else who's never seen it surprise surprise penis yep this is the stuff we watched this week so, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Shauna, did you watch anything cool this week? Or I lately? watched Elysium with you guys tonight. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> That's until the end of the show. I've been catching up on Suits. I had never watched it before, and I had wanted to. Is that I good? watched the first season and a half this week. And you like it? I do like it. I tend to like characters like that, though. Like, the same network did White Collar. Yeah, right. They do White Collar, and I also really enjoy that show. Yeah. So, it's kind of snarky. Uh, very lawyery. You have to like lawyers to like this, otherwise you're just gonna be and pissed you have to off like the whole Zach time. From Saved by the Bell to like it. Is he in there? Yeah, he's the actor in it, right? I'm pretty sure it's Zach from Saved by the Bell. I don't know, maybe not. I think he just a, he's just a dude. Oh wait, maybe he's in the other one that's on TNT. Uh, this is on USA. USA. Franklin so, and Bash. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah he's on like Franklin and Bash. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch network TV at all. I have yeah. no idea what's going on. That's not what this network is, TV. It's Gabriel <laughs> Macht and oh, yeah. Patrick. Thomas? Oh, the spirit. Mm. Oh, that's where he's from. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's in the spirit. He's also English, I believe, or Australian. Probably, he's probably Australian. They're Gabriel? All Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's good. Is he? I yeah. like him. Very strong. Strong mm-hmm. character. Yeah, it's US, worth watching. USA is weird like that now, where they just make sort of. Um, very bright shows with dudes in suits. Yeah. And I mean, yes, the show is called Suits, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Kind of um, fits. Ever, it's ever, on ever since, Prime, though, so. Yeah, ever since Burn Notice, they figured out that that was their formula. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's intelligent. Uh, it's the only thing I like about it. It's like you learn things, which yeah. is cool. Like White Collar, you learn things about history and things like that, too. In addition to just sitting there and watching a bunch of guys make fun of each other. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. Is that it? That's it. Brad, what did you watch this week? I got two weeks of stuff stocked up. Oh, fuck. Oh, you ass clown. But I'll trim it down to two things. Thank God. Uh, Probably the most interesting one would be uh, I saw Frankenstein's Army. Oh, yeah. What? While I was gone. Um, I have to say it's actually pretty cool. What is this movie? Uh, It was, it's this foreign film. It's It's a found footage film, and it has that, thing where you're like why are they filming all this horror they should just put down the camera and run you know yeah so that sucks but the character designs of like the german freak show fucking germans are awesome so um, is it kids is when when does it take place and why are there german freak show people uh i think it's during yes yeah, during world war Two. right and so there's Nazis. this team of russians um one guy's got Tom's. a camera so he's you know, documenting what's happening. Wait, but in like in World War Two, those cameras are like huge. Yeah, it's like you know, 
good size. Okay. Like reporter style camera. It's like a little box with a lens on it. That's about yeah. eight half by eleven size. Does it look like the film of that comes out of one of those cameras? Yeah. Or does it look like oh okay good. Yeah, it's film flashes cool. and things and yeah okay good. Uh, they have to reload it like a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> while they're running away from the army of Frankenstein monsters. Yeah. Like, much. Everybody stop. Yeah. Camera that really? There's parts where they run out of film and he has to put it back in and you're like, why are you even bothering? Like you should <laughs> just get the fuck out of there. That's awesome. Uh, but no, like uh, the a lot of the practical practical effects are really cool and they're just they're uh, there's this they're trying to track down because like people are disappearing from this village, I guess, and uh, they're trying to figure out why. And there's like this secret twist, like the film guy is actually working for um, the Russian government, trying to uh, like. Steal the Frankenstein. This guy machine. is not Frankenstein. He's like an Igor type, but he's like the scientist. I forget his real name that they use. He's a, he's a demented, you know, SS scientist. Hmm. So they're like he's abducting people from the town and turning them into you know hideous like steampunk freaks. Yeah, not Frankenstein. It's just like steampunk freaks. So like there's one with like huge long arms and like a needle nose that like pierces someone's uh, neck uh, when they attack and. There's cool parts where they're filming, and you see you'll see them appear in the background um, as the camera like moves past something, and then it'll come back and like the horror will ensue. And there's just like just tons of gore and uh, like crazy like demented deformities, and you know there'll be just like freaks that don't harm you. They're just like have no arms and legs, and they're just crawling around in the background because they got nothing else to do because they're just a weird experiment that's gone wrong. So yeah, other than the fact that it's like you know why are you filming this? You shouldn't, if you want to, you know, escape with your life. Um, but yeah, all the other stuff's really creative. Like, cool. Sometimes though, I think, you know, even that found footage thing, you know, put down the camera. I think sometimes people are drawn to that kind of stuff. I mean, why do people, why do so many people film like September 11th and things like that? I think, and no uh, one falling from the building was filming anything. <laughs> well, there's people that were running that towards was, the buildings was, and people, you know, dark. blocks and blocks away <laughs> yeah. were Fuck. fairly safe. I'm just saying sometimes it. people are in um, awe of what happens. If you listen to, uh, remember our interview with uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeremy, Jeffrey Reddick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how everybody was watching this girl get like murdered and stuff and they didn't do anything about it. They just filmed it. Yeah. Fruitvale station. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes people just, um, I mean, I don't know if monsters would qualify for that, but you know, sometimes people just keep on filming. I'm just trying to put logic behind it. Yeah, sure. I see that angle. I just, yeah, I know what you mean though too. Yeah. Uh, then the other thing, I uh, shoot, <laughs> drawing a blank on the other thing I watched was, oh, I, I got Minority Report on Blu-ray finally. Oh yeah, cool. So how is it? I haven't seen that in a while. It's still pretty cool. It's. Do you notice a difference in the upgrade on Blu-ray? Yes, <laughs> the uh, DVD transfer sucks ass <laughs> and the dvd other than the you know stupid box art yeah uh, oh dude that the box art. Oh, is, it, is it like the close-up picture of his face or whatever yeah it's like his face like right yeah right there on the thing and he's got like a perfect Half right angle his... finger thing going on oh, like that was yeah, the most interesting one. part of the movie yeah was the displays whatever yeah not really um mm-hmm. but the cool thing was like uh there's a special feature on the dvd and i th- can't remember if it was from the original release or it's a new thing, but that technology is real now. Yep, it <laughs> is. Wow. Blows my mind. So. It's actually better than it is in that movie. Other than the translucency, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. right. 
But as far as what it can do, it's yeah, yeah, is more more robust. So, uh, well, uh, now the technology of seeing into the future—that's not real yet. The yeah, of, yeah. There's no that. precognitive. To be, <laughs> to be clear, we're talking about the the computer screen technology, not the yeah, the touch screen, red and blue balls, almost connect like ability to yeah move stuff around screen. Yeah, which was way ahead of its time in 2002. Pretty realistic in 2013. Well, it's because for that movie, it's like Steven Spielberg got a a think tank of futurists together and was like, predict 20 years from now, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, they were probably wrong. Jetpacks and elevator cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I watched my favorite Disney movie because it came out on Blu-ray this week. No, oh, Song of the South. <laughs> Oliver and Company? That is my favorite, but it's not a Blu-ray, idiot. Oh, that's fair. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, Oliver and Company came out. Really? That's yeah. your favorite Disney movie? Yep. Because it's like a black sheep at the Disney movies. <laughs> like really? It, I think it's a black cauldron is, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... Uh, I think at least the black cauldron got a VHS release right after it came out. I f- I'm not entirely sure, but I, don't, I feel like Oliver and Company didn't get released on VHS because it came out in 88. I don't think they... Like, they know, were released I, in theaters in like 95. Yeah, I think it's because it's a little more cheery than, you know, a lot of their stuff, and it's kind of a little more lighthearted. Um, those ones tend to get forgotten about for a little bit. It was, like, right before The Little Mermaid. Yeah. So it, they were just testing out, the like, the cell-shaded mm-hmm. 3D stuff. So it, it was just kind of like, you know, once Mermaid hit, it was, yeah, forget that. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird that there is that whole class of, like, second-rate, Disney movies. I'm not saying they're not as good. I mean, like they are treated like second-class citizens. Um, the Great Mouse Detective, the yeah, same way, it came I, out the same, the about, same yeah. about time. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I think one of you said it on the last week's show I was listening to um, about them recycling certain animations. Yeah, Robin Hood. But just yeah we're changing about out yeah, Robin Hood and, and Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Yeah, because all the animators are like they were g- getting old and like they're the, still the same ones from the like the original, mm. like the start when Disney. Uh, animation started so you know arthritis and stuff they couldn't just create new animations so they would just take and just change out certain elements and like but it would still be like the same movements so if you put the panels next to the panels of each movie all the characters move the same yeah see that's yeah. and that's what i was saying i thought that it had been that that movie specifically was they were trying to make it on the cheap during that sort of period of time so they yeah. were taking sections of like the fox and the hound and jungle book and taping them together um yeah. Well, the Fox That's and the Hound came out about ten years after Robin not Hood. The, all right, the, not the not the Fox and the Hound, but <laughs> you know. um, but no, I mean they what they did is they use a lot of the same voices. Like the snake in Robin Hood is the same snake that was in the Jungle Book. No, no, but I'm I'm and saying Baloo that specifically the animation is yeah. the same animation. They yeah. are you know same if you cells. look in yeah, yeah if you look in at that snake it is the same movement the same drawing you know. That's probably why they started making the move to computers because they're like we you know we can't rely on animators to age and stuff. Yeah. You know. So that's right. They didn't have the Korean it. animators at that time. Yeah, so. yeah that too. We yeah, are slaves. That too. And Heat and all the Jackass movies. Okay, that's it. <laughs> and the two X-Men movies. Nice. So, James, what did you watch? Uh, I only saw a couple of things this week. I started watching Continuum, which is a show on the Siffy channel. Um, because I I watched stuff with my folks on Sunday and we were looking for a new show and they were like, hey, we watched the first episode of this. We want you to see it. Maybe this will be a thing we watch on Sundays. So we watched the first two episodes and it's pretty good. It's one of those cases where I think the ideas of the show are way better than the execution. Um, 
basically it's it's Rachel Nichols is this is the main character and she's in the future and in the future um corporations have gotten so powerful that the government really can't do anything about them and corporations at this point are like taking away people's civil liberties and things like that science fiction um, right America? yeah whoa oh man fiction? yeah this is hard hitting commentary um and there are these terrorists quote unquote who are also revolutionaries who are like you know trying to fight this uh, but the the first episode actually starts with them blowing up this building that they keep telling you like you know there are a lot of regular people in this building and there were like a two dozen actual you know high-end corporation people in there so they really are terrorists um, and I think that's the most interesting thing about the show but what happens is they they catch some of the leaders of this terrorist group and they're gonna execute them all and they while they're about to get executed they like turn on something and she Rachel Nichols character is standing there in the same room and tries to stop them and all of them get teleported back in time to 2012 they were only supposed to go like 60 years but they go back like 100 um and or 600 i don't know how long it is but um so then it becomes this like oh she's from the future and she's got like a future suit on and then she's trying to catch these guys um it it feels very like mid 90s like very dark angel kind of as far as the production values and stuff like that um i don't think it's shot particularly well i think that the scripts aren't fantastic all the time like I think Rachel Nichols is doing a good job but sometimes they make her say things out loud that I go yeah I un- I already understood that I didn't need the character to actually say that um, and that part of it is frustrating but it it's it's kind of fun um, you know it's maybe the most interesting like sci-fi show I've seen in a while um, at least at least it's got ideas that are interesting you know whereas I, I feel like too often lately it's you know it's doctor who-ish i don't know i've never watched a sci-fi channel uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't much either but it's yeah um it's certainly not as good as like a battlestar galactica first two seasons of battlestar were um but i'll probably keep watching it i just if, if it sounds interesting to you people should check it out for sure but uh, don't like amp it up and think it's going to be fantastic. I, I've seen people talk about it a lot, and I'm I'm hoping it gets better. It just got picked up for a third season, so um, hopefully along the line it it gets a little bit more money and a little bit more streamlined. But um, the other thing was I got a chance to see Before Sunset, which is the second Before Sunrise trilogy movie. I don't know what they're called. Jim, I don't they're, know either. They're probably Ethan called Hawk like trilogy. Yeah, they're probably called like the Jesse and Celeste or whatever. What, what's her name? Uh, Celine. They're probably called like the Jesse and Celine trilogy or something. I don't know who. I have never had a conversation with a fan of this trilogy, but um, the I, I talked about last week that the first movie is fantastic and like super romantic, and by the end you're like, oh, huh. Um, this one is fantastic <laughs> though. Um, so I'll, the first one's super fantastic. This one's just. Fantastic! Oh, did I say the first yes. one was super fantastic? Uh, so you're going to have to be a little Shit. more specific. Th- okay, this one is better than the first one. Um, so it's super duper fantastic. Uh, sure, there you go. Um, so the yeah, I talked to, with the first one that there's and a lot of like keeps on stacking up. masturbatory uh, pseudo-intellectual conversation in the first one because it's these like mid-20s people talking. Uh, and here, this is nine years later, they meet again and this is for the first time since the first movie. Um, and they end up spending like a couple hours together before 
he has to fly back because basically what happened is he wrote a book about that night that has become this sort of bestseller and he's on a book tour and he happens to be in Paris and she runs into him in Paris and he doesn't want to leave so they spend the rest of the day together um, the conversations are way more interesting and are written more like the actual conversations of human beings and I'm I get invested in them the the brilliant thing about this movie that I did not expect or was not thinking about is that uh, the way in which they don't remember what happened correctly like the way they they disagree with what they like they don't remember things exactly the same and obviously we I saw the movie last week so I know what happened and they will say things and I'm like no that that didn't have I mean I'll I'll spoil it for you a little bit they there is some dissension about whether or not they have sex in the first movie and what the the conclusion they come to in the second movie is not true they end up completely not remembering what happened in the first movie correctly uh and on top of that the fact that there is a there's like a twist halfway through the movie where they've something very important just hasn't been said and all of a sudden they reveal this fact that i guess both of them knew um but they don't they hadn't told us so all of a sudden you find this thing out and it's game changing all of a sudden the relationship between these characters is different it's it's amazing that a a like 90 minute movie that's just two people talking can be this engrossing um because and it is uh, and the ending is uh, fantastic oh man like it ends right when i wanted it to uh and i'm really excited to go see before midnight so when you see before midnight in the movie theater you're gonna go yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah, right, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna start and i'm gonna be all doe-eyed and like i want you to make me believe in love that's how that's how oh, no, i think i'd remember somebody i fucked nine years ago in paris i'm just saying i i'm just saying I, I'm not saying they hey, remember, don't... Remember that American I fucked? I don't remember if I fucked him. You no, fucked no. me. No, you didn't fuck me. No, it's the opposite of that. They don't have sex in the first movie, and in the second uh, movie... Spoilers, yeah, dude! Right, fuck, no, no. Man. Yeah, hey, you're pushing me to it. In the second movie, they they both end up being convinced that they did. I should pretend like I'm ever going to see any of these movies. Brilliant. <laughs> you should. They're really good. They are really good. Does anybody die in it? Is uh, there guns? Yes, somebody dies in the second movie. superheroes. I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's what I saw. You guys like how I changed it up? I didn't go first this time. I let you all like. That was generous of you. I know. You know, you I'm let a, me go well, first. I'm you know. a generous host. You the poor kid hasn't been on the show in over a year. You let me go first. That's right? so nice of you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank I, I tried. You. I just figured, you know, you did so much work for the show this I week. I know. It's been really difficult. It's really been taxing. You probably on didn't me. have time to watch. I think anything. it's because he got such a bombshell of something that he watched that he's just yeah. like. Buying time. I watched no, the no. room. That's what um, I was going to say. Yeah, right. Um, I, I saw a few things I'll touch on really quickly. Um, Brad and I are really big fans of the Dick Van Dyke show. I, I'm still watching that. And, it's good. Uh, on the Blu-ray, they have a colorized version of it. it, it might be, this might be a uh, It may look like a walnut. And uh, I've seen that episode. Yeah, it's a colored version on the Blu-ray. That's weird. What weird. color are the walnuts? Uh, brown accurate it's only like 10 minutes long but it's kind of interesting to watch being a fan of the show and seeing what they're wearing you know laura's wearing a, a pink top and brown pants and um, it looks really good i mean on blu-ray so hmm. it was fun uh i also uh re-watched uh the fifth resident evil movie um which one is that that's the reconciliation one. uh no that's Re reconstruction retribution okay there we go and you know Eh, I mean, but 
literally there's no dialogue in it until they have a camera on somebody who's just like spilling a bunch of exposition when she that's the one with where Michelle Rodriguez comes back yeah. and then she dies at the end yeah yeah where you know it starts off like this really cool reverse like shots of what happened to make the ship blow up yeah and then it cuts my name is Alice I work for blah blah, blah. she talks for like five minutes right at the camera yeah and then it goes back to an action scene it takes her inside um, Umbrella's corporation where she's tortured and all they say is, who do you work for? And then they play this like loud, obnoxious siren. And then for some reason she gets out because Wesker lets her out. And then Wesker talks for like five minutes about what's going to happen in mm-hmm. this movie. And then it's about another 30 straight minutes of action. And then the other guys <laughs> and show then, up. And then Rockstar shows up and saves yeah. the day. And then the other guys talk. And then it's like 30 more minutes of action. And then the movie ends. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. It's I not wish, great. It's, you know, whatever. It's better than Afterlife, I, I think. Uh, of course, we saw Afterlife in 3D, so that totally tainted that, that viewing because the 3D was garbage. Did I, t- did I, did you guys read my thing that I was looking online, the one that's coming out that they're going to film pretty soon is called Afterbirth? I don't think that's accurate. Why? I, it's I on think movie that's, phone or uh, Flickster or whatever the hell. No, yeah, I saw you say that, and then I w- looked it up on uh, IMDb, and, I don't, and that's not the title on IMDb. Hmm. So I think Flickster just has like a... A, an inaccurate like working title because what if you know Alice has a baby and the placenta comes back to life <laughs> and that's why it's the afterbirth I and mean, that'd be horrible I, now I was about to say if that movie is called Resident Evil Afterbirth I will be there opening day but I'm going to be there opening day no matter what it's called <laughs> right. so we have um, a podcast to do no I would no even if we did, weren't doing the show I would still be there to see those fucking god awful movies um, uh, I also rewatched X-Men The Last Stand yeah um, and I don't understand that much hate towards the movie I don't think it's a great movie but I don't think it's a bad movie at all it, it's disappointing coming off it too that's the biggest deal I, I think know. I think when we go back to like when I revisit it now I'm like yeah alright you know but it's not unlike two where I will get the urge to watch that movie because it's so much fun I don't even own three because I'm like meh see I got three because uh, I think you did the same thing the blu-ray trilogy was 20 bucks at Best Buy yeah and I was like fucking it came with a free ticket to Wolverine um, so I got it and you know I I I still love the score in the movie oh yeah and I love when Wolverine is going to kill Jean Grey and that score is just like sweeping and she's disintegrating all those guys and uh, and she says, you know, you have to stop me. And then he fucking kills her. And that's a great moment in that movie. And yeah. Yeah. There's some really cool, great stuff in that movie. I think it's just um, there might be too much in that movie. If it were just Phoenix or if it were just The Cure. But trying yeah. to do both of those. But and I, and as, as I was watching that movie, I, I think how awesome movies are now where you're able to watch a comic book movie because the introduction of Beast it's him hanging upside down, and I mean, Beast is a hard character for you to accept in a movie. Yeah. And these X-Men movies, you just accept these mutants for who they are, and I think it says a lot for audiences now that comic book stuff like that's able to happen. You can just sprinkle oh, yeah. in random you know, mutants or whatever. I agree. Um, so yeah, I still think it's cool. I, I do have a problem with you know um, Cyclops dying off screen and, and things like that. And killing Xavier is dumb. No, he's not dead. Haven't you seen the Wolverine? <laughs> yeah. He wills through there. <laughs> and as I'm watching that, though, they have some of the timeline messed up uh, from X-Men First Class and that movie. So yes. I'm thinking that's why they can do Days of Future Past, where it's going to be two parallel universes 
and that's why there's all those different um, yeah. incarnations of the characters. Yeah, because they've got uh, they've got walking Patrick Stewart in that one, mm-hmm. as well as in uh, Logan's Bad Day, Wolverine One, the X Men origin. Yeah, there's there's a few things that are a little goofy, and I, I I'm guessing that's they're doing it on purpose for this new X Men movie to merge them. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I also watched a movie called Cockneys versus Zombies. What? Um. And it's uh, it's a new zombie movie, and you know I'm going into it hoping it's like Shaun of the Dead, and it's not. Um, Is this in theaters, or did you find this in the bowels um, of Netflix? On, it's at the C Film Center. Oh, cool! Um, but I rented it on Amazon because on demand it was six dollars, and I got two free MP3s for renting it. Sweet. Um, and the, it, it has its moments. The story is is these guys are uh, are trying to wrestle up money to save their grandfather's retirement home. Because he doesn't want to move from... I don't even know what part of London Cockneys are from. Northern part of London. Johnny, you might know. Um, no clue. Uh, so they don't want to move from there. So they go to rob the bank. And when they come out of the bank, zombies have taken over London. And there's some really funny moments. Uh, probably the best gag in the whole bit is they're running from the zombies. And they go to this warehouse to figure things to get away. And uh, they're shooting all these zombies in the head. And then this... Uh, Lady zombie is pushing a baby in a, a stroller. And is it a zombie baby? And they're like, oh my God. So they kill the mom zombie. And the guy's like, yeah, that's all right, little sport. And it is a zombie baby. Yeah. And then he fucking punts it. <laughs> so <laughs> I laughed out loud at that part. That is pretty <laughs> funny. Um, the old people, when they start killing a bunch of zombies, is pretty funny. Um, but other than that, it's, you know, meh. Yeah. So if you're, you know, really need a zombie fix, you can try Cockneys versus Zombies. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when it's streaming for free, I'd say. Um yeah. and the last thing I watch, I actually watched today because um they were kind enough to send me a press screener for it is oh. Johnny Toe's uh Drug War, which is it's actually a pretty good movie. It's it takes place in China and it's called Drug War because it centers around um undercover cops who are trying to stop the war on drugs in China. And it's an interesting film, too, because uh, films in China, I, I don't know if you guys know this, they have to be approved by the government right. before they can be sent out. Um, but they turn it in a way where the government's good, where since the government's watching you and can um, do whatever, they're able to track down these drug traffickers. And uh, the movie opens with this guy who's all fucked up, and he crashes his car into a restaurant. Uh, into a restaurant, and uh, so they go to investigate him. It turns out he's this huge drug kingpin, and his meth lab blew up. And so he, uh, the, the cop in China, if you're caught with fifty grams of methamphetamines, you're sentenced to death. Whoa, shit! Yeah. So the cop says, "Well, if you help me take down an even bigger drug kingpin, then." Um, I'll, I'll reduce your sentence and we won't kill you. So they start working together and it's a really cool movie where the, both elite actors are really good in it. Yeah. Um, where you have this drug kingpin who you don't know if he's going to help the police because he's always a little um, on, I don't know how to say it. He's a little untrustworthy. Yeah. And the no nonsense cop. And so it's a really cool play on it. So uh, remember, just tweet that you heard that you can watch Johnny Toe's Drug War at the C Film Center. First person tweet it to Real Nerds, and you will win tickets to the premiere August 18th. The only caveat is I have to have it by August 14th, so the people 
who are producing the film can put you on their list so you can go see the movie. Cool. So, yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's, so as soon as you hear this. Yeah, as soon as you hear it, please do. Go tweet. Um, and and I'm, always, I'm always really apprehensive sometimes when I get stuff like that because, it, you know, I'm a movie critic first. Yeah. But they're being so nice to me that I, I'm like, uh but being in it, I have to have integrity. So, but yeah. I, I'm honest. This movie is pretty good, um, and it has the endings pretty shocking. So, um, all of a sudden, a army of ninja children comes out and he sweet. slaughters all of them. No, it's really realistic. There's parts in it where, like the the cops, they they get shot. Ooh, like they don't they don't always hit their targets, and the bad guys don't always miss them. Wow. So uh, nobody's safe in this movie. Cool. And uh, so you should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, that does sound good. It opens in Denver, August 18th at the Sea Film Center. Um, so check it out. Sponsor time, boys. Doom, doom, doom. For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's Man Spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Hello, real nerds listeners. I'm Mac. And I'm Iliachilix. And we're here to tell you to visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. Why should you visit SphrixDomain.com? Well, duh, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit SphrixDomain.com. How do you spell that address, I see? What? I don't know. Fucking S something. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm incontinent. I have no idea. Fine. I'll do it. S-P-H-E-R-X-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
gross. Oh man, I'm oh, hungry God. again. Oh, it's so disgusting. Oh. is gonna be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puke and farts in here. Go to Sperks'Domain.com. Bye! Sperks'Domain.com This is the box office stats. Aw, shit. Marky Mark and Denzel top the box office. $27 million Yeah. For two guns. I, you know, for what yeah. that movie is, for a rated R... The uh, Popo movie. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know. I still I, love, uh, I, I laugh every time I see the little clip of Mark Wahlberg's like, oh, we're we working together? Like he's, <laughs> he's so excited yeah. to be working with Denzel Washington. Yeah. I'm surprised that Smurfs 2 only came in at number three because I have very little faith in the American people, apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Wolverine beat it out, which is cool. Yeah, it should. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that we means haven't seen stop the Smurf. Have you seen the first Smurfs? No, I haven't. Maybe it's good. Um,. Maybe yeah, he's Neil Patrick Harris. He says so Brooklyn does. That make, it, make it have to be good. No, because he basically NPH has said that he only does that movie for the paycheck. So, um, <laughs> like David Cross in that's the it. Nothing movie. about his his yeah. twins and how they'll love it someday. No, I heard no. kids do love those uh, the Smurfs movie. I don't know. I'd have to ask my niece and nephew. They've probably seen it. This one's got a hardcore white girl in it. What? She's bad to the bone. Bim, that's bim, the bim, plot bim. of the movie. Hmm. They've, they're the, I the it was naughties. Smurfette. No, 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 no. Now in this movie, there's the naughties, but the, in the trailer, they only talk about the one that, uh, yeah, hmm. she's like a tough girl. Well, Smurfs three is coming out in two years, guys, so you can oh, stay good. tuned for that. Great. I wonder what's coming out on Blu-ray. I'm not wondering at all. I know. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then you'll be perfect for their next section. DVD releases and Blu-rays. The best Die Hard movie of 2013 comes out this week. Because there was a Die Hard movie, but it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Olympus is fu- or Olympus is that fallen. Joke, that joke was funny four months ago. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Olympus is fallen is the is the big one. Um, I feel like we just saw that. I know. When did it come out? Yeah. All right, April. No, that was the first one. Okay. Is yeah. No. April? Yeah. Olympus White House Down. White House Down was only like a month ago. Yeah. 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 But still, April, isn't it? Uh I yeah, I remember. think so. Second week of April. It definitely hasn't been real long. I know it was touted as a first summer movie, so it has to be. Yeah, it's got to be late, late. Even though we all know Robert Downey Jr. was the king of the summer this year. Yep. Yeah, uh, sure, we know that. Um, Once Upon a Time, the complete second season is this week. Uh, yeah. There's a Blu-ray release of the Muppet movie, the 35th edition, hey, which actually looks movie. pretty good. Um, I like the cover. Uh, Hatchet Three. Hell yeah! You seen that? Yeah, you can see blood and guts being ripped out of people. It's pretty awesome. Are there boobs in that movie? Uh, I think so. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to see it, but... I don't remember. I'm sure there is. I'd be surprised if there weren't. Uh, the second season of Girls, which is a piece of shit. Laura, uh, Shauna, how do you how do you like Girls? Um, I watch Girls because my good friend Natalie loves Girls and yeah. wants to talk about it all the time. But no, I mean, I was okay with the, the first season. I thought it was interesting. The second season got a little... I don't Poo-poo-y. know. Poo-poo-y. Yeah, it was. I don't like Hannah. Yeah, right. That's that's my problem. Is I, I like don't Hannah like the, first the main character and then at all. She's she's whiny. Um, the whole thing where she doesn't finish the f- the manuscript that she gets paid to do is is just a little bit because she didn't realize it was such a short deadline. I mean, I'm yeah. not the kind of person to sit in bed and 
whine about it to my parents. Yeah. I just get that shit done. So I don't know. She's really whiny, so she kind of annoys me. Marnie is a total bitch. Yeah. Um, so I don't really like her. Shoshana is so innocent and naive. It drives me a little crazy, but at the same time, I can't help but love her a little bit. Yep. And then I'm forgetting the name of the fourth one. Oh, the one that got married. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care about her at all. So, yep. <laughs> like, Shoshana has some redeeming qualities, and then the rest of them are just kind of. I I eh. keep hoping for Marnie to get better. I hope for that like, too. Because that was the be- That was the best thing. the The best scene in the entire series is in that pilot when like they're both in the bathroom and she is admitting the fact Scissor. that like her her boyfriend she does not actually love him. Yep. And that whole scene is brilliantly movie. written and <laughs> I I wanted the whole show to be that. I um, yeah. So, yeah. I just I do think that the interpersonal relationships between all four of them and how they work together as friends that that's pretty accurate like girls we bitch each other out and we fight and, and then we love each other again. It's just that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, we Weed. just uh, Laura is sitting right here, Ryan's wife, and yeah, yeah. we we just love each other, but but yeah. usually most girls. So that that part of it's accurate. Which is the one that gets jerked off on? Wait, what? <laughs> that's <laughs> Hannah. That's Hannah. That's Hannah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, that's well, she's oh, the one. And, and, yeah. and she gets peed that's, on in the that, shower, and that was the yeah. controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Hannah. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? It's that, oh, Nat- Natalie likes that guy. show. Like the Nat- spunk. Natalie yeah, yeah, yeah. likes oh, Adam. Honestly, yeah. I like Adam. No, Adam's I mean, horrible. He's no, I don't like him in that <laughs> I want to date someone like him, which is how she likes him. I like him because Adam is the only person in the show who is honest with Hannah. He is the only person <laughs> right, in the show who says you are bag. being well, yeah, but you are <laughs> being guys. selfish. <laughs> You're totally missing what they're saying about hey you, baby, James. Hey, baby, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna lay here and jerk off the whole time. You want to come watch it? He literally does that. Okay, come no, not about his his sexual we- weirdnesses. I'm talking about that like in the I'm first season, the end of the first season, when he yells at her for being a selfish person. Yeah, well, that yeah, scene is probably one of the most powerful in that season, and he. Is the reason it's so good. I don't know. Yeah. That aspect of him, I agree. I love. Yeah. The rest of it, he can go take his weird sexual illness and go away. (laughs) Anyway. And apparently it's uh, two girls over here and two guys over there. Hey, hey. Remember when I said that like five minutes ago? That's what Ryan said. Uh, No, I know. I just, he didn't hear it. So I I wasn't listening because I was having a good conversation. Anyway, the Mindy Project season one comes about this week. I don't even think anybody gives a shit. Um, Oh shit! I, I'm actually really disappointed. I closed that so quickly. Uh, Superstorm comes out this week. Superstorm. Ooh, it's a big storm. Is that where Storm from the X Men gets superpowers <laughs> on top of her superpowers? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, she. It's Kryptonian uh, storm. It's probably what about the as fuck good as did you just click on James. School Girl Report Volume Ten. Every girl starts sometime. Look at this cover. Nice. This is ridiculous. The tagline, oh no, yeah, the tagline is every girl starts sometime. Let's talk about visual stuff that the people listening at home can enjoy. Anyway, uh, and then the very last thing is Assassination, starring Bruce Willis, where his face is horribly photoshopped onto the DVD case because he doesn't actually. It's not even released in America. That looks like a Canadian uh, sticker right there. Yeah, it does, right. But this might be like bad, uh, a a bad image um, on Amazon here, but. I mean, because it says this title will be released August 13th. So, hmm. anyway. So, basically, like you're not buying much of anything next week. I'm, yeah, I will probably buy Olympus's Fallen once it's cheaper. I won't buy it the first day. But really? Yeah. You're going to own that, huh? I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did, too. 
you know, mm. it's not the best, but it's better than Die Hardly. I struggled with Oblivion this week because even Target had like a special edition of it. Yeah, but like all I really love is the production design. Oh, know, yeah. If I want to, did own you ever that. see it a second time? No. Oh, okay. I probably should because well, my I'll, initial experience was tainted. I'm I'm gonna buy it. I'll I'll lend it to you. Taint. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Taint. <laughs> dick. And that's the part between your dick and your butthole. No, I know. I was calling also you called dick. the gooch. <laughs> And that's how we earn our explicit label. The the more you know. Yeah, if I buy it. The more you know. Huh? Apparently, it's called a perineum as well. Uh, Your wife is smarty pants. Yeah, Laura, no one cares. (laughs) We only care about the Urban Dictionary versions of it. If I told someone to go fuck themselves in their perineum, (laughs) I'd get punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sit down, nerd. (laughs) <laughs> uh, my perineum <laughs> uh, I don't like it but it kind of feels good um, hey it's uh, time to unspool some real news it's real news that's a film after it gets to the end and it's yeah yeah when it's flipping yep I'll show you flipping uh Harrison Ford is going to be in an Expendables movie. Heck yeah, that's awesome. So they say. Well, well, so the Stallone says, and they said Mel Gibson was going to be in Expendables. He is. is they he? just announced that today. Yeah, Mel Gibson and uh, Antonio Banderas. Yes, I think that was the announcement today. Yeah. Mel Gibson, the bad guy. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and, and he starts shooting next month. I can see Mel Gibson getting dropped out just because it's Mel Gibson and he gets dropped out of stuff. But I believe that Harrison Ford is probably going to be in this movie. He's going to—he's an anchor man too. The—the the real story here, though, is the fact that Ben Sylvester Stallone called out Bruce Willis as being a dickbag. No, no, sorry, um, lazy and greedy uh, on Twitter, which was was kind of. Were you watching crazy. his like interviews lately? Who's Red Bill, to, Bruce, yeah. Bruce Willis? Oh yeah, Bruce Willis has been a c- complete d bag to Damn. everyone he's met lately. Wow, um, so Kevin Smith has always been right about him. Yeah, like the interviews he's been in, he's just been like cold and and not even trying to be nice to people at There's all. There's one I was watching on Movie Phone where he was doing it in a bathrobe. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> oh, is he an eccentric man. artist or just a dick? I think he's just a dick, hmm. which is too I mean, bad. I, I can't say that because I don't know him, but he seems like he kind of is one. Yeah. He needs to do like The Kid too. You know, like he needs to do a fun movie. I love the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs he needs to sort of get up off of his like. Oh, I'm Bruce fucking Willis. That was one of the first movies I watched when I was like, I'm gonna cry. Really? Yeah. Because that Mm. little boy is so cute in it. (laughs) And then he grows up and's in the Shaggy Dog, and he never did another movie after that. Yeah, well, it's because his face got awkward looking. Well, that's not nice to say about it. I'm sorry. Some sometimes when child stars grow up, their faces get awkward looking. Well, at least my eye doesn't do this. Was that your that was Kristen from, Bell impression? No, that's from the kid. No, it's not oh, that's Kristen right. Bell yeah, kid yeah. impression. Jesus that's right. <laughs> now you got him making fun of Kristen Bell, you <laughs> asshole. Catching on. Um, you guys didn't see the trailer for Ender's Game, did you? I did. Nope. I I honestly never so fucking gay. Uh, <laughs> I honestly never thought that this movie was gonna come out. Like I I didn't think this was what? possible. That I hate this trailer. Uh, because it's a story about like. A bunch of kids learning. You know, to fight it's been wrapped stuff. for like a year. No, I know, no, no. I mean, like f- eight years ago when they were talking. Is about that because this. Orson it, Scott Card's such a dickhead? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's because a an entire film that rests on like the performances of young children mm-hmm. doesn't sound like something that is very easy to do. Like I always thought they were like 
Let back me when in. back when that Beowulf movie came out, I thought like, oh, dude, if this is good, they should do Ender's Game that way because then you could just animate the children and you know. Um, but then Super Eight was awesome, and so hopefully mm-hmm. the uh, I, I think the biggest part of this movie is whether or not these kids are good enough actors. That's a kid from Hugo. He's um, a good actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's more the supporting characters that are going to be interesting. Um, the trailer fucking sucks though because it tells you the whole story of the thing. Like, there's a big mm. twist, and they pretty the tagline of spoilers. The tagline of the movie is a spoiler for the movie. Or the book that came out 20 years ago? Well, yeah, but still. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of people who haven't read I'm it. I'm in a dick mood today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 have you read the Energy Game? Wait, wait. I have. You're oh, really? For yeah. dicks. Oh, okay. Well, never Dang. mind. It's egg on my face. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> so, this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason why. Hmm. Because uh, you guys slapping your faces in with your own dicks is not something that should be on the. Yeah, that's you can't see it. I'm getting my hand job right now. Yeah, that's what yeah. me and Brad were doing. We were talking about <laughs> girls. Um, we whipped out our dicks and beat off on each other. <laughs> God damn! It's man. called boys. And yeah, my mom can't, can't listen to show. this episode. Yep. Uh, last week Dan wrote in and he was like, "Hey, have you guys seen this the trailer for Snowpiercer? Because this looks badass." And I was like, "Yeah, I have." And yes, it does. Uh, and this week it was revealed that Harvey Weinstein, uh, well, the Weinstein Company is releasing Snowpiercer in America. Um, it, it's already out in Korea, which was South Korea, which is where it was made. Um, and it's you know doing gangbusters over there. It's breaking records, and everybody says great things about it. Uh, but Harvey Weinstein apparently thinks that Americans are fucking stupid. So he's going to cut 20 minutes out of the movie and then add voiceover, like Blade Runner style, mm-hmm. onto the movie so that we know for sure what's going on, um, which is probably a bad idea. Um, I'm hoping that, honestly, this goes the way that like uh, Fanboys did, where the internet gets pissed and signs petitions and is like, hey, you guys should stop being dicks. And then they, you know... Actually, actually, no. The way fanboys went, he never really listened, and he still cut the movie however he wanted to. And um, but still, it's a uh, principle of the matter. Yeah, like I think this is shitty. You know, especially if you're just releasing the movie. I think it's weird that they have say over someone else's artistic interpretation of something. I mean, I understand that for if you if he was the producer of the movie, but when you're just talking distribution, yeah, I I don't know why you should be able to retouch that movie. Um, I mean, Chris Evans should flex his Captain America muscles and say no. Yeah, he should whip his dick out and slap Harvey Weinstein across the whoa, face. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, whose mother <laughs> should listen to this? <laughs> um, so, uh, shit, I was gonna say something actually important, and now I, I forget. But <laughs> dick really, slapping, yeah, the dick slapping, the dick slapping knocked it out of your head. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really took it out of me. Um, took it out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, and because the whole like you know final cut stuff is all sort of weird anyway i don't know if you guys saw the thing about uh jerry bruckheimer might actually be losing his ability to keep final cut on his movies because of uh how quote unquote poorly the lone ranger did well not even prince of persia lone Lone ranger did really poorly yeah but lone ranger is the the final straw really and john carter um no he's not john carter um no john carter would have been the one yeah laura are you okay honey She's looking at me and shaking her head in disapproval of everything I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she said that was normal. Um, and then, very last thing, uh, um, some lady died. So, that's yeah, the Easy Rider lady. Yeah, uh, Karen Black is a tough ride. Yeah, this picture that they have though of her horrible. on the internet is awful. 
Uh, she looks like that lady who got way too many facelifts, you know? And her, and her mm-hmm. face is all like, ah. Botoxy. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're doing deaths, how come you do Michael Ansara? Who? Michael Ansara. The voice of Mr. Freeze from Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and then, I didn't know that one. Uh, a famous Klingon from Star Trek. Shoot. All the way back to the original series. Yep. Oh, damn. I didn't see that one. Yeah, way to go. Yeah. Asshole. Dick. It's not my fault. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking up to double check me? Like, what's <laughs> yeah, going on? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> believe you at all. Yeah, I made that up. Yeah. yeah, you just ran you, yeah. pulled, you pulled Michael and Sarah out of your ass. Yep. Just be like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, man, that's too bad. Yeah. Anyways, uh, hey, James, it's your turn for a comic book. Ah, fuck. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. Do you not have one? <laughs> I, I totally forgot. Oh, dude. Give me a second. Pathetic. I have a suggestion for a comic book. Cool. Oh, dude, yeah. Brad saves the day. Sort of. All Coug- right. Cougar said that the Saga trade paperback number one was awesome. Oh. Yeah, pick up so. Saga number one. And so if Cougar says it's awesome, then you should. Oh, oh so yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that Ryan and I both said that <laughs> yeah. book is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was means nothing. Yeah. But he's <laughs> like, oh, Cougar, oh, oh, I love Saga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that book is really good. Yeah, I really have nothing, so you got to pull something up. Um, but the uh, we got to do a whole interview uh, with the artist on that book which I know cool. I've, I've never seen it oh yeah the and interview? or heard it yeah it's coming it's coming Fiona yep. Sable's really nice in real life by the way super awesome yep I was there <laughs> I, can, I can vouch for it uh, and if you haven't read Saga you should go pick it up you can get it at uh, Colorado Coins Cards and Comics and they will give you like 10% off right 10 it's only 10% 20% off 20% off Trade paperbacks. Man. Because finding the first issue of Saga is almost impossible. Thanks, James. It's you, dick. <laughs> for, for it's worth like 300 bucks now. <laughs> I know, for uh, the most expensive comic in my collection lately. Yeah. Besides all my expensive I was just like, Spider-Man. Hey, Ryan, you should read this when I got two copies. Cause you can cool. have it. I'm like, ah, oh, key. Yeah. And then, I, then I'm going to sell it to put my kids through college. You d- Actually, I'm okay with that. <laughs> They're going to community college, Laura. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps on looking at me like I'm a total fucking dick. They only need like thirteen dollars. What's for wrong, their... Laura? What's wrong? I like you like it's all. It's like my love look for you. <laughs> that I'm Aww. an asshole. <laughs> well, okay, you guys put up with this once a week, every day for me, every day, <laughs> every day. I kick open the door. I'm like, "What's up? I'm home. I'm awesome. Make me some dinner. Peace. And sit down. Turn on my PlayStation." Fuck around a Mortal Kombat. Then like, Leave hey. his pop cans all over my fucking end table. Pop cans. No yep. fucking coasters. Yep. Oh man. Drinks water out of the bottle. Drinks water out of the bottle. Uh, I can I can just hear the divorce coming. Non organic produce. Oh, man. Yeah. Non organic wait, 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 wait. What wait, a dick, wait. I know, right? Define non organic produce. Produce that's not organic. Uh, how is it not organic? It's produce. It's pesticides and chemicals and shit. That doesn't mean it's not organic. Oh, my God. You know, hey, hey, James. Uh, Technically, you know, it's you, organic because yeah, it's carbon-based, motherfucker. I know. That's what I'm saying. Organic is not an FDA-regulated word. It means nothing. It's a USDA-regulated word. But it's not an FDA-regulated word, so it, it really doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you, know what, uh, you know what I like to do, guys, <laughs> is I like to go through um, the grocery store. I'm like, oh, what's the most non-organic thing I can get? The most chemical-induced thing that hopefully gave 
children in Africa cancer or something. Because <laughs> no. no, you know what no. I buy? When I go to the store, I specifically buy this motherfucker frozen pizzas and SpaghettiOs in the shape of letters. No, in <laughs> the shape of Disney old. characters, okay? <laughs> and or Spider-Man. They can do that? They can Dude. shape SpaghettiOs? Like I got Disney some cars characters? with SpaghettiOs sitting in my... Dude, we live in the Gorium future. That's awesome. They're making pasta shaped like people. And I don't know why my wife's so weird about it. That's the thing I don't get. I don't know why you're eating SpaghettiOs like a four-year-old. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, what did you have for lunch date, James? Uh, I, I had some noodles and chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, From where? Uh, I it was leftovers from home. Mm-hmm. So you still live with your mom. <laughs> so I think <laughs> yeah. that's more eating like a four-year-old than me. You dick. Yep. Yeah, but I made it. You did. I'm very proud of you, James. Mm. And you know what? Tomorrow on Monday, when your mom packs your lunch, she's gonna have a little special surprise in there for you, Host. like a Capri Sun and uh, a little pudding snack. Now that might be butterscotch or vanilla. You can choose. Just make sure you tell her before you go to bed. Okay. I'm going to slap you across the face with my dick. I just want you to wow. be ready. Wow, he, is really, he really wants to show me his dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah Saga number one. You <laughs> should totally get it. <laughs> and I love my wife. My wife puts up with a lot. This is the most crude episode we've but, ever But at done. the same time, I am really awesome. So it's like a blessing for her. It's a trade-off. Oh it's my a trade-off. God. Just my, get to the fucking review. My awesomeness outweighs my shittiness. If it was like, you know, one of those old school oh, like like scales, like it'd be like tilted, my awesomeness would be more you because mean like I'm a, more awesome. Like a scale? Yeah. Yeah. We saw Elysium this week. Oh, thank God. Shauna, should people go see Elysium? Yes. Brad, should people go see Elysium? Yeah, it's pretty cool. James, should people go see Elysium? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is a piece of dog shit. No one should go see it. I'm just kidding. It's pretty cool. Here's a trailer for it. Max Nicostra, 36 years old, violation today at bus stop 34B. What's in the bag? Hair products, mostly. I'm just gonna, hey, 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 just going to work! Thank you, citizen. No, thank you! Immediate extension of parole duration by a further Wait, what? No, 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 no. Elevation and heart rate detected. Wouldn't you like a pill? No, I am okay. Thank you. Are you being sarcastic and or abusive? Negative. Welcome. Ah, hello, madam. Removed. Three undocumented ships are approaching Elysium airspace. Shoot them down. I see things haven't changed. This wasn't even my fault. You're still stealing cars? No. Since I got out, I've been trying to live a normal life. Used to be a legend, and now what? Rose the 34!
What did you do to me? Gave you a way out. Whoever has this has the power to override their whole system. She's very sick, Max. I need to get her up there. You can save everyone. When can I go? Activate Kruger. thinking in my head i don't know how many movies i've disliked this year i've had a actually pretty fun time with the movies so i agree with you Mm -hmm. but i was thinking all week this week that there hasn't i I think that this summer as a blockbuster year has not been very good there haven't been a lot of movies this summer where as soon as i walked out i was like i want to see that movie again you know like i immediately wanted to turn around you know even you know man man of steel is really cool you know and the action is huge but I, I wasn't in love with it. Maybe Iron Man three. I'd like to see Iron Man three again, but I didn't. So clearly, mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. Uh, but this one, I I will probably this weekend go see this movie again. Yeah. Um, I think this was really interesting and fresh, and the action is awesome. They show you things that I I didn't think they were gonna. <laughs> What's um, really cool too is I mean the story takes place um about 150 years from now. Yeah. 2154. I mean everyone knows the story where Earth's a piece of shit. Um. Yeah, and the rich live on Elysium, and no one's allowed up there unless you're rich. Um, Matt Damon plays an orphan who is raised by um, sisters and falls in love with a girl named Frey, and uh, but they go different paths. Frey becomes a nurse, and you know does well, and he becomes a car thief. And it, it's cool. You know, w- one of the things I love watching Matt Damon perform is there was a little throwaway moment when at the end where um Kruger's coming after him and he says one of you go with her and you don't leave her side and he, he says a line where something to the effect of okay whatever you want or okay let's do it or I forget what he says there but it sounds silly but him as an actor for saying that line is so believable and just his delivery and he, I mean he plays you know the straight guy really well and I believe that he was a bad guy but he you know just made some mistakes and is dealing with him and he's totally ripped in this movie did you know matt yeah. damon was that ripped yeah he, he does got seem, ripped yeah that, that was that was intentional <laughs> it's so funny because like people named him the sexiest man alive a couple years ago and he's like i'm kind of flabby and i got kids and i haven't been going to the gym at all and now you see him in this movie and it's like he got all the weight for the informant yeah that's oh right. that's true yeah yeah he got fat for the informant you know he's one that. of those cool actors too where you know you never hear anything about him he just yeah. goes about and he picks cool roles yeah um but anyway, this movie is obviously the um, follow-up to... Well, now I guess not real follow-up. The second movie. From Neil Baumkamp. Yeah, who did uh, District 9. And it has kind of the same feel to it. Yeah, aesthetically. Um, I, I, The whole movie I kept like 
having that moment where I'd be like, is this better? And then I was like, that's a stupid comparison because they really are. Yeah. They're very different movies. They are. And they're totally they're, very different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, aesthetically very similar, but sort of the um, the way the plot is structured is very different. The What they're trying to do is different. Um, I would say the weakest part of this movie is that pretty much all of the child actors are not very good. I think the little girl, the main little girl, is decent, but she doesn't have a lot of lines. All the flashbacks are clunky and hard to watch, honestly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's hard it's hard to knock a movie for bad child actors. Like, very few directors can pull that off. So, Yeah, you know, what was cool, too, is I, I liked the, the, the androids in it, where they were totally, you know, you couldn't... They only responded to commands. Even mm-hmm. when he went and saw his parole officer. And, yeah. Um, Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the... Uh, what's what's weird is also when they when they go to catch uh, um, William Fickner and that robot gets out of the car, he calls it a droid, which is important because that is a George Lucas word. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a even Star Wars term. Be. Yeah. Um, so it's really... It's, it's interesting that they use that term. Maybe I they'll argue that... Like he kind of flubs the line, so he he meant to say android, but yeah. you can't hear it. Yeah, well, or it's in a world where Star Wars happened, yeah, and so every in the future everybody calls robots droids. So fuck you, George Lucas. And you know, there's that badass moment where he's you know t- being turned into like half man, half oh in- yeah, android. He's mandroid, and uh, <laughs> man do you see into his skull? <laughs> yeah, but you know he becomes kind of like a superhero. Yeah, and uh, you know. The scenes with the, how do you say his name? Charlotte, uh, Char- Charlotte Copley, Charlotte Copley, whatever. Kruger, and he <laughs> when he like it was pretty graphic when he jammed that sword through that dude's chest. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, this movie is, it's it's not as um, there's not as much body goop in this one as there mm-hmm. is in District Nine, um, but there could have been. Like they they blow up as many people and do some pretty graphic stuff. I, I think this one is probably more disturbing. You know, District Nine, people would blow up, but there'd and there'd be like you know toothpaste everywhere, like just gooey stuff everywhere. And this one, you see some shit. Yeah, like when the guy gets shot to pieces, you see his arms and legs and head and <laughs> appendages flying off, and then it's just yeah. a torso hits the ground. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty good. And I love the character of Kruger too because oh, he was yeah. he was scary and. It's such a different turn for the actor because in District Nine he's kind of you know nerdish and goofy, goofy, and in this he's and he's, in in A Team A Team he's like the comic yeah. relief, uh, and, and this one totally turns it up, fucking grizzled and yeah. gnarly. And oh. half the time I'm like, what the fuck is he even saying? I just keep on hearing, yeah. I need a little fucking thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. sure, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, he's just being creepy and gonna rape people. But he does have it's that great cool. line too, where he's like, I will hunt you down, and walking through the hallways and. He gets his face blown off. And I think there's something kind of brilliant about the fact that, like, the first half of the movie, they build up Jodie Foster like she is going to be, like, you know, she's she's this evil person that's doing all this shit. And then uh, I, I think it, it sort of makes you realize just how fragile Elysium actually is, that when somebody legitimately horrible gets up there, like, he just wrecks everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and can, can really go crazy and sh- in ways that... You know, Elysium evil people can't even imagine. You know, see, and I think she's untouchable. You said the child actors. I think Jodie Foster was the worst actress in the movie. Oh, you think she had some yeah. weird that, lines? Yeah, but I, I couldn't tell if it was because of that French accent yeah, she was which, trying was to it do. Was supposed to be French? Oh, that was supposed to be French. It was terrible. It was horrible. I thought it was just well, supposed to be like weird future. 
Well, a real person who, like a French person who had learned English would probably sound like that. Doesn't sound like that. No? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> Julie, Julie Delpy in Before no. Sunrise does not sound like that. Yeah, and we know how fantastic she's before. Oh, is that the super fantastic or just the fantastic one? I don't remember. Which one's the first one? I I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she was my least favorite person because she would, yeah, her dialogue and her accent drove me crazy. It does kind of feel like she was trying to chew scenery, but she is no Nick Cage. She Mm -hmm. does not know. Like, that's not her job in any movie. So, yeah. And why'd she hang around Kruger so long at that last scene? Ex- ex- oh, yeah. other than to get dispatched you know yeah well like i said i think i think it's supposed to sort of be that um i mean, I, th- I think it's cool that they i think get rid of that character and it makes kruger the prime villain yeah i think it's because she wouldn't expect him to do that to her yeah. like she felt she was so safe on elysium but yeah but i felt they should have played that up more because her whole speech about why she does the things she does about wanting to save her kids and her grandkids and all of that yeah she would have I mean, the person who does that and then goes around and tries to, you know, do all this stuff behind the president's back and change the whole political structure on Elysium isn't going to be somebody who just stands there staring at him at Kruger right before Mm, she goes. I mean, she would be yelling or doing something and she just doesn't do anything. She just stands there. Yeah. yeah. He finally gets there and she's just like. He's one of the earth people. Like, yeah. uh, They repulse her. Like, she would just, like, totally put her heel on him, just like. Yeah, I mean, she, she, the strength that she showed in that that conversation was gone. Well, but she is also somebody who is is in this position of power and has been for a while. Where I think she still thinks Kruger is her dog, like, and that's the way that's the way she treats him early on when she call you know after firing him basically when she calls him back like you know she sort of just thinks like well he's still gonna do this shit for me because that's what he does. So I, I think that's why that she can't fathom that he would just you know misbehave because she thinks like well you know i'm in charge of everything i have all the power why would anyone not you know yeah care and, and she probably doesn't know that he knows what's in that guy's head you know or or that he would care you know um which that whole plot i there was way more story in this movie than i thought there yeah. was like as soon as you started finding out about like Oh, okay. So there's also you can get stuff out of people's brains, and William Fickner is storing this stuff in his brain, and then that gets in Max's brain. So that's why certain people are chasing him. You know, I thought it was just going to be like a space heist movie, but there are way more levels to this than than I expected. And again, the, the brilliance of uh, Matt Damon as an actor—the part where he goes into the chamber. Um, he knows he shouldn't go in there, but he mm-hmm. has to go in there to keep his job, so he stays off probation. And yeah. just how he plays it is, you know, he says that line, "Don't make me go in there," and because yeah. he knows something bad's going to happen. And yeah, it's great. It made, it made me sad that that was in the trailer because mm-hmm. obviously I knew that was gonna, was what's going to happen. So then, like as he was crawling through the door, I didn't have any tension because it shot in such a way that I I should have been terrified that the door was just going to like close on his arm or something like that. Because clearly bad things are going to happen to this guy, um, but uh, yeah, I wish that wasn't in the trailer. Because <laughs> I do like the line when the robot <laughs> medic says, "Take these till you die." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, please sign this to receive medication, and then just th- literally throws the pills yeah. at him. <laughs> Take these till you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was good. <sighs> that. That fight scene at the end is is pretty badass. Oh yeah, there's a one like camera shot where 
Matt Damon runs up and punches him, and it like spins around and it comes yeah. back. Around. That's pretty sweet. He does some weird stuff with the camera, he like does. in that in that first scene where they're shooting down uh, William Fickner. There are scenes where Matt Damon is like running, and it's it's like sped up or something. I don't even know what it is that's happening, but it there is something weird going on with like the image. The uh, camera on the their helmet, and it kind of reminds me of the like the Desert Storm kind of camera angles where. They're filming the troops running and the cameras yeah. behind them. It's like but documentary. It was, it was like the image was jerky, as if yeah. he was trying to get across this idea that he was moving a little bit faster than everybody else. Yeah, you know. Um, but I don't know what he was. I, I I couldn't figure out what he was doing, which is probably good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of annoying when you see a shot in a movie and you're like, "Oh, that's cool. He's got you know whatever this lens on there and it's doing that thing." Uh, so it's kind of neat when they pull something off and you're like, yeah. "Oh," because yeah, that scene you're talking about at the end, I think it's just sort of like bullet time yeah um but but it, it, done it's, really it's well and in a fraction yeah, yeah it's 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 um, great i mean it could just be like a small bullet time rig that he was using but because that's what it felt like but the fact that it wasn't it wasn't a full bullet time spin or anything like that made it feel fresh and the way he pulls that fucking thing out of the back of kruger's head is badass yep oh and you know there is foreshadowing because he does that to a, a droid earlier in the movie that's true. Where he flips over and rips its head off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Man. See, he went to the old... He was learning. Yeah. And the the way they do him as superpowers is cool, because it's kind of subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, just every now and then you'll see him, like, grab something. Like, when he crawls out of the car. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, it, it's not even... It's not a big deal. It's just that he grabs the car, and as he pulls himself out, it crushes the door of the car, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's super strong now. That's cool. Um I also like that they didn't play him up too much as the hero until later in the movie. Yeah. Like when it all starts off, he's, I mean, he's mostly acting for selfish means completely. And he doesn't get the hint about what he could achieve, the greatness that he could achieve Mm -hmm. until he gets into the shuttle and Frey and her daughter are there. And then he kind of has that whole, oh shit moment. Whereas the whole front end half of the movie, she gives him the opportunity to step in and, and be the hero and he mm. turns her down to go save himself. Yeah, because he just doesn't want to die. And yeah, without Spider and his crew showing up on Elysium and following him up there, they never would have achieved what they did at the end anyway. Yeah. Because even in that scene where he says like, oh no, the best thing I can do for you is to leave. You're like, nah. Like you can just tell he's just being kind of a dick. Yeah. You know, that he's just being selfish, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, to see his character development like that and to see that yeah. he really was the little boy in those flashbacks that he yeah. was that that idealistic kid who just wanted to to save it, the girl he loved yeah that he gets reminded of that and comes back to it at the end and I feel like I have to share it now because it made me die of laughter in the theater. But Ryan was also at the at the movie with us. Other Ryan, Ryan DiCristino. And he sits there and he says um, at the end of it, he's like, well, yep, that was Space Jesus. <laughs> and it's so true. It was Space Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So if that would have been four days, not, not five. Right. But. Right. But like the fiction. whole, the nun saying... The, that whole yeah, storyline yeah. too of we're all yeah. you're special we're all born to like do I, something to achieve this one great thing and then he goes uh, off and martyrs himself for all the people who are impoverished it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. like I we've said we've heard the, this story the, before the flashbacks are a little clunky <laughs> you know especially when they show they, they play that lady's dialogue twice of like remember he he's special remember come on <laughs> I know 
I know that. But, you know, not everything can be perfect. It's pretty damn good, though. Yep. Good original sci-fi. Yeah. I. You know what I was thinking? It, the reason it's not fair to compare this to, to um, District 9 is that the better comparison would be, like, Strange Days or, or um, like, a... Even a even like a total recall, something like that, you know, because mm-hmm. if this feels more like that, then you oh know. yeah, the 2012 total recall, totally. Oh, for sure, yeah, right. Well, it's definitely better than that movie. Yeah, and I like that movie. So next week we're seeing Kickass too. Yeah, Kickass uh, or Paranoia depends on how much of a fight I want to get into with James. No, 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 no. I'll see Kickass. It's the right. It's the right thing to see. We can see both. You know. I just, I don't really, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, we go into every movie expecting it to be good, James. I know. Two I'm, guns. I know. You're right. You're right. You're very right. Two guns was pretty fun. Brad, you didn't get a chance to see that, did you? No. You gotta... He's too busy watching his own movie and... Yeah, making movies. Watch my own movie. <laughs> He's like, my movie's so good, I don't need to see any other shit this yeah. week. <laughs> probably watched my movie... 50 times since I've made it. Did you ever get sick of watching them? No. No? It's that good, right? That one or just them in general? Over them all in general. Oh, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> some of the older ones, yeah. Yeah. Ones with ex-girlfriends. You're just like, I wish I could just delete this. Delete it. <laughs> Fuck it. No, there's a lot of work from other people in it. Fuck it. <laughs> What'd they ever do for you? You? No. Oh, I'm in them? Okay. Keep <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You, Adam, everybody. All right, fine. I mean, since I'm, you know. I'm <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye.